So we're joined now by Legan Phillips Laws, the fine wine stylist, and uh, he's going to talk to us a little bit about what he does generally with wine. And then also specifically, we're going to talk about building a wine inventory or investment portfolio, because I'm so curious about what that is. Legan, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Absolute pleasure. It's always a good it's always good being here with you guys. <laughs> so I'm also going to invite any listeners who may be interested uh, in getting involved in what you do as a wine mm-hmm. stylist or getting more information about starting their own inventory to call us on 021-446-0567 or SMS 31567, WhatsApp 0725671567 and tweet at Cape Talk. So... Now, one of the things that you do is you do a wine tasting workshop where you teach mm-hmm. people basically all the steps and all the components of wine tasting. Yes. Because I think most people think you you just drink wine. But <laughs> there's a little more to it than that. <laughs> there's a lot of wine drinking, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, okay. but there is, there is quite a bit more to wine, um, to the culture and to, um, sort of the pageantry that goes along with it. Um, wine tasting in Cape Town, obviously, is quite a big thing and people love doing it on weekends. Um, but there's a lot of components that people just generally don't understand, um, and why they have to do certain things. But also I find these spaces when they go to wine estates and, and wine farms and they go through the wine tasting process, there's a lot of these, uh, sort of, Things that you do at these in these spaces that people do not understand, but they're also too intimidated to ask because those spaces aren't really conducive right. to asking right. questions. Yeah. So my my goal essentially with these workshops is to allow people the space where they can actually ask questions and they can actually ask like, mm-hmm. "Are glasses swirled? Why do people make those horrible gargling noises with their mouth when they are drinking wine?" So. Yeah, just allow people the space where they can ask questions. Mm-hmm. Now, you've actually studied this. Yes, Because I normally when I, I think about like a wine expert and I imagine someone older, um, <laughs> maybe slightly more French. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's a good way of looking at it. Um, I actually work with someone that's very, very French, Jean-Louis. Oh. Um, <laughs> so don't worry, like I'll bring him around next time. <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually studied this at Stellenbosch, um, the BSc Oenology and Viticulture. Um, and when I started studying viticulture and oenology, I had no idea about wine. Um, I didn't grow up in a house where we drank wine with, with dinner. Um, it wasn't part of our culture. Mm-hmm. So I only discovered wine drinking when I got to Stellenbosch, um, to the university and I sort of fell into the wine industry. Um, and, this is part of what I share in my workshops as well with people is the fact that it, wine is an acquired taste. It is something that you develop and it's something that you learn over time. Um, my first year university professor said that if you want to know everything about wine, it's a little bit of drinking. I know it's a little bit of knowledge and a lot of drinking. And I've certainly followed <laughs> that ethos throughout my life. I'm but, sure a lot of wine drinkers will be happy to hear that they are also on the yeah, right no, path. Yeah, they're on the right path. Like, just need a little bit of knowledge now. <laughs> so... My, my goal is always just to tell people, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that you have to grow up with. It's something that it's an amazing industry. It's an amazing, um, thing to acquire. And it also just adds a certain dimension and facet to your life that can help you in a broad array of circumstances. 
So one of the things I really wanted to touch on uh, with you this evening is this idea, this concept of building a wine inventory or investment mm-hmm. portfolio. Mm-hmm. Because when someone says wine inventory, then that to me, to my untrained ear, just sounds like stock. You know? <laughs> like they got a lot of bottles of wine that were in a cellar or, or some air-conditioned space or something. But when you say investment portfolio, then that to me is something different. Yes, yes. So, uh, so one of the way I started as well, and this sort of happened by accident, is that um, a lot of my clients. Um, came to me because they find out that wine, um, most liquor actually, you can build an investment portfolio with. If you look at whiskeys that are six, seven thousand rand a bottle up until like a hundred thousand rand a bottle, I mean that is not that is not something that you're just going to buy because you want to have something to have over the weekend. Those are really, really expensive and serious pieces of mm-hmm. of of um money that you're spending and mm-hmm. um, some people can do that <laughs> and have that just as a tipple mm-hmm. over the weekend but for a lot of people these are big pieces mm-hmm. of um, that they're investing in and they can keep for generations for decades um, so building a liquor portfolio a lot of people are starting to do this where they are building portfolios of liquor that they can then resell or use as for uh, Investment bargaining chips. Mm-hmm. So my job is to help them choose the right pieces for their collection, uh, and the right pieces that's going to uh, okay. appreciate in value. So if you're very quickly going to help me uh, buy something, okay. Okay. So uh, first of all, I'm not a drinker. Mm-hmm. I have um, when I was in Italy. Mm-hmm. A, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine said, "You must. You're in Italy. You know? <laughs> yes. It's like you must have pasta. You must yeah, have pizza. Exactly, just not to. Yes, exactly. And I was like, well, I, there's, I don't like the taste of it. Yes. Um, and they went to a lot of trouble, and they found a white wine. Yes. That was actually really, really nice. Yes. And I wish I'd written down the name of it because if I had, I'd probably still to this day be Pigeon buying tea. it. Yeah. Is it not Gewurztraminer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did it sound that German? No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Good one. Uh, no, not at all. So um so that was that was interesting. Yes. Um and then um I have fr- uh, one of my one of my my sister's husband, my Muslim sister, uh he likes some of the wine bottles. Mm. And I always say to her, well, he must walk into a bottle store with me because that's what I do sometimes. If I'm, you know, sometimes you go into a meeting yes. in a, and you're in a mall and you're going to go to a coffee shop and you yes. meet someone in a coffee shop and then you're a bit early. Yes. And so you kind of window shop. And I will sometimes walk into a bottle store because I see some of the most beautiful bottles. Yeah. So, for example, I saw a gin bottle, a uh, Japanese gin, and the bottle was like embossed um Blossoms. What are those blossoms that the Japanese are famous uh, for? Cherry blossoms. Cherry, cherry, yeah. cherry blossoms. And I thought, wow, that is a pretty bottle. It's mm. like I would buy it because the bo- I would just put the bottle somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be decorative. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So for someone like me, coming from that perspective, because I'm really not going to drink it. Yes. Uh, and I like the aesthetic of it. Yes. So. What could I buy and where would I start? Because let's say I have a thousand rand to spend. Yeah. Is that something you could work with? That is, that is something you could work with. And, and especially you could start with a thousand rand. Listen, if you're going to do a good investment bottle of wine, you're going to be looking at, you know, per bottle, you're going to be looking at around, um, minimum 400, um, 500 rand a bottle of wine, right? And, 
that will be assigned my clients by, you know, 60 cases <laughs> so at a time. But if you're going to be buying one or two bottles, I usually buy like really, really, um, I'll buy an individual piece if I'm going to buy it for a friend's birthday party. Um, and they could keep it. And in a couple of years' time, they will appreciate by 10% to 30% in value or a third of its value. Okay. Um, if you buy the right pieces. Right. So you can slowly buy, maybe once a month, buy a decent bottle of wine mm-hmm. and, um, or with the right advice. And it will appreciate in value and you can slowly, but also I always tell people it's very complicated because besides that you have buying the right bottle, it is also educating people on the way to store wine so that, that you don't end up exactly, having vinegar that's that you paid really question. expensive for. Exactly. That's my next question, you know, is so now, first of all, now I need to store it. Yes. And then I need to store it under specific conditions. Yes. That is not very complicated. It mm-hmm. depends on how big. Your inventory becomes, it depends on how broadly you want to go. So my serious investors, they have built in cellars. They, they custom built their cellars. Um, and it gets their wine stored at specific temperatures, specific light allowed into the cellars. Um, but for you and I who have like, um, small, tiny private cellars at home, we don't need to go that far. You just have to store your wine in a cool, dark place. Always on its side, never upright, okay. and never ever in direct sunlight. So if you've got a wine, See, so I didn't know that you store wine on its side. On its side at all times. Yes. Clearly, I'm not a wine drinker. Yeah, on its side at all times, <laughs> and you just t- turn the bottle, you know, every uh, couple of months. Oh. Yeah, you turn the bottle every couple of months. Whichever sediment and stuff is in the bottle will just um, uh, turn around, and also you just keep the cork wet. At all times. Okay, so you you turn it, you don't you shake just, it. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not clarity. going to have a smoothie. Like, Full control. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 simple thing like that. It's cool dark place like a cupboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say like anything with this maybe like blankets or clothing in is perfect because those control the temperature that they do not. Mm. Um, Go up too fast or yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the summer, you know, when we've got like cool evenings and then like a really hot days, um, if it's standing in your lounge, um, or in the kitchen on like a little wine rack, um, Move it's going it. to spoil. Yeah. But if it's yeah. a normal quaff bottle of wine, if it's one that you're going to be drinking in the next two three months, yeah, then it doesn't matter. It's fine. Then it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's only if it's one that you you're storing for the long term. Exactly. But like you said as well earlier, um, you're not a big wine drinker, and um, I've always found that because I hate buying gifts and it's because it's, you have to, it, I don't want to just give someone a gift voucher because it's so generic and you also want to give something that's meaningful to someone else. Mm, mm. So what I've done, and it's a bit of a cheat because obviously it's my industry, but I've learned over the years to buy people wines that the cultivar matches their personality. And write that on the card for them. So if you, for you, I'll buy a Pinot Noir, you know, because it's classy and takes a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll pass you along a little Pinot Noir. Um, but if you, if alcohol or not alcohol, but like the way that it's presented can be in a stunning gift for people right. that generally don't drink or for you that don't drink, giving mm-hmm. that rope. That, that the cherry blossom, gin, exactly. Someone else. I mean, it's aesthetically beautiful, and yeah. people appreciate it. It's yeah. the pageantry that goes along with it that also makes it exactly. special. Exactly, exactly. And it's it's just gonna sit somewhere. For it's gonna sit somewhere and beautiful, and like yeah. you know. And bonus in five years' time, it's worth thirty percent. Worth thirty percent more. And you can sell it at the old mutual, you know, <laughs> wine show, like winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I am going to go out and see what I can do. Oh, one last question. Um, and I can't remember 
if it was odd numbers or even numbers. But I remember some at some point hearing someone say, uh, always buy wines that were bottled in either odd numbered years or even numbered years. And I thought, surely that's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. Okay. <laughs> that's absolute nonsense. The, the years, it just, yeah. it just shows, it you know, matter. this year was the grapes. This was when it was picked. Um, I, uh, a small little tip. It's not a big tip. It's like, you know, there's all these little factors that influence what a wine is going to be like, but years after droughts, Tend to produce really good wines, oh. uh, because droughts tend to stress the vines, and when they are stressed, they make really good wi- vines. So unlike us who don't need too That's, much stress, oh we gosh, can't function. No, yeah, yeah. Um, years after <laughs> droughts, the vintages after droughts tend to be really good because the vines were stressed, but also the yields will be lower, and the yields will be lower, and so wine will be a little bit more expensive the years after the drought. Okay, so I'm going to perform a little experiment. I'm going to go to a store mm. when I have some money and, <laughs> and um, ask them to advise me and my budget is going to be 400 rand and I'm going to buy a bottle of wine and then I'm going to invite you to come back and bring my bottle of wine and you Are we going to have it here? Like. No, no, I want you to tell me, uh, sh- should it just be, should we open it and just drink it or, okay, yes, I can, I can. You can keep it as yes, an investment. Okay. Exactly. Wonderful. That would exactly. be great. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming in. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And we'll do this again shortly. Chat soon.